Hello and welcome to Mizu SMP Radio, the hidden songs of the Dream SMP. I'm your host, Orb Manson, and I'll be your guide today as we delve into a few songs about a mysterious but also quite hilarious character. Someone who's become known for disappearing away from the present timeline, but also randomly popping into other timelines, whether that be for better or for worse. Yes, today we've got an episode all about Carl Jacobs. And joining me today, we've got a brand new visitor to the Mizu SMP radio station. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Jay. Nice to meet you. Jay. Okay. So I guess I don't know you as well as I've known some of the other guests on the show. So I'm curious, because I ask this of everyone, how long have you been a fan of the Dream SMP? So I started watching Minecraft YouTubers when I was about 13. Oops, got his Minecraft, that whole lot. And then around 15, I just kind of stopped. And I didn't actually partake in any of that kind of content for a while. And I came across a Carl Jacobs stream on the Dream SMP. And I was like, what the heck is this? So I watched it. And it was in August when he first joined the SMP. And I was like, this is freaking hilarious. I'm going to watch more of this. And then ended up <laughs> just binging everything. That's awesome. Definitely first time I've heard that because most people, if they were into it, they just kept coming back to it. Or then you have people like me who never did anything Minecraft and then just all of my friends were talking about it. And I'm like, okay, what is this? I have to find out. You know, it's funny because I had a lot of friends from school who were watching the Dream SMP way before I started and they kept telling me about it. And I was like, oh, I mean, okay. Like, you seem really into it, but doesn't seem for me. And then out of nowhere, I just kind of get into it anyway. <laughs> so then I ended up talking to them about it, which is the best feeling when you can talk to people, IRL especially, about that stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Obviously the coolest people like Dream SMP, so... <laughs> I have seen that to be the case. I, I just found out that my cousin, like literally two days ago, apparently she's super, super fan of Rambu Tubbo Technoblade. I was like, oh, you're intelligent. Excellent. We can have conversations. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Awesome. I had no idea. No, I, I even got my twin into it. I was like, you need to watch this so we can talk <laughs> about it. Please start from here. <laughs> and I like sent him a whole playlist of the entirety of like a bunch of VODs. And I was like, just consume this, get back to me in like a week, and then we can talk. <laughs> so I think you also mentioned that you have a degree in music. Is that right? I do, actually. Um, I have a degree in vocal performance and piano technology. Oh, which that's awesome. are two very different things. But yeah. <laughs> I ended up a double majoring in it. And so that's what I do for a living now, actually, is I service pianos in large-scale hotels, that kind of thing, which is very nerve-wracking, especially since I'm just this young, you know, chipper guy. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of walking in and doing my thing but it's super fun oh that's awesome i've always been like really interested because i have a friend who has a music degree but they went on to combine it with a psychology degree to become a music therapist which i didn't know was a thing until they started doing it oh my gosh but I, those yeah. are the best. i had no idea how much you could really do with music until like those doors were opened i was like i had no clue that you could do so much with music and it, it's always amazing it's really interesting because there's so many niche careers within music that you never even think about and then you kind of just kind of walk into one which is what I did and it's like <laughs> oh this is a very open field with not a lot of people in it and so I'm able to live comfortably but also do what I love doing so it's it's, it's actually amazing I'm super psyched about it so. <laughs> that's awesome well I guess we might as well get into some songs for today since that's we've got so many idea. good ones but 
first, before we get into it, I'm going to say this now just so that I don't forget to do it later. There are going to be a lot of amazing songs out there about Carl Jacobs and Tales from S&P, but we can only put five in today's episode because I needed to, you know, have enough time. Go figure. But because there's so very many awesome songs out there ready to be listened to and adored by everyone, I have created a director's cut version of the playlist that we put out today. And whenever this episode goes up, we're going to also put it up on Twitter link to a Spotify playlist and a YouTube playlist. YouTube playlist is going to have way more songs on it because a lot more people post on YouTube than Spotify. And every time there's new songs, I'll continue to update it and add more. So it'll be there for everyone to enjoy. There's so many good ones too. All of them are good. Oh yeah. And then also the little spoiler warning, we're going to discuss Carl's lore today for the Dream SMP. So that's old lore from when he first started out on the Dream SMP all the way up to the recent Tales from the SMP episode, which was beginning of February. If you're caught up to then, you're good. So now we'll start off with the first song. I figured we could start with a song from way before time traveling was ever introduced as part of Carl's character. So this song is called The Lover by Moderately Mediocre. Stuck 
in the background, yet our hands are intertwined. I can live here forever, but without this I might die, cause they'll never know my name. That's all you want in the end, so is it worth the fame? Fine, guess I'll play pretend. Why don't we talk about my karma or lack thereof? Is it not enough to smile and to fall in love? Every war hero needs to be someone. And if not the lover, then it won't be fun. Battle axe and reputation till the end. Can't survive without a conflict to defend. There's a time and there's a place and which to die with friends. Cause if this is what will bring me glory, full steam ahead. What the honk is a comfort stream? I actually find it really interesting because it kind of, you know, even starts out with bad PR is good PR. And it kind of talks about that a little bit um, at the beginning. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because he's had a couple of controversies, at least within the last year or so. And I don't think any of them are terrible, but I think that it's it's just interesting that even now I feel like Carl still maintains this, this veil of, you know, like untouchable in regards to controversy because even that controversy happened and I don't think a lot of people remember it. When I first heard it, I was like, that is crazy because this was a year ago. Yeah, it was made a year ago. So I just thought that was really interesting. A lot has happened in a year. I also wanted to talk about the idea of it is that he's kind of a passive force on the Dream SMP. And that has also since changed a little bit. It's still passive, but it's changing a lot more than people are aware of because his time traveling things mm -hmm. um, are retroactively affecting everything that happens there. Yeah. And the song also is like, it was in that exact era where it was like, Carl would see Saddus make these Dream SMP animatics and be like, well, I want to be in one of those. But his mm -hmm. character just didn't do anything that really made his character stand out. And right. so that also like led into a lot of this song as well, where it's just like, you know, he was very passive. And even if he was participating, there were a lot of characters just like him that would get pushed to the side because they weren't that main focus. But right. we then see with Tales from SMP, they were able to kind of retroactively go in and be like, well, actually, the reason <laughs> was because he was secretly doing other stuff. It's like, all right, right cool. <laughs> Love him to death. He didn't do much <laughs> in like the first six months of being there he like made rutabagville and like you know joined del rapids and things like that but the thing with carl is that like the song actually kind of goes into it too that the people who were being paid attention to they were all involved in the action but then carl's over here making like party island and like he's there for the fun and hanging out mm -hmm. with his friends he's not there to wage war and all this subterfuge and all that like that wasn't the thing he wanted to do but that was the thing that was getting the spotlight so it makes a lot of sense that, you know, he felt like he was getting left out, even though, yeah, it was mostly because he just didn't want to get involved in all the drama, as it were. You know, I think it actually had a really nice air to it, because at least when I joined, everything was happening at that time. Like, everybody was doing <laughs> something big. And then here's just Carl making a roller coaster, right? And, like, building his haunted mansion and stuff. And it's like, okay, you know, I can get down with this, because I'm overwhelmed, <laughs> you know? So I really, really enjoyed the small amount of time where he was just doing nothing because it gave an escape, but within the thing that I had just started watching and, you know, taking in. And also as like a side character, because I guess that's what you could describe him as when he first joined. It was cool to see all these people who are, you know, 
having wars and stuff and hate each other and whatever like within the lore they just kind of go to carl and just hang out and have a good time like that was a good vibe and it doesn't really happen much anymore i think that this song does a really good job of you know explaining that maybe he wanted to be more but i, I don't know i enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> well that and like with this song it the reason i like it so much is because it does focus in on that that specific thing that stuck out about Carl's character and still does stick out about Carl's character in that mm-hmm. he wanted to be someone right regardless I mean, of how that happened <laughs> oh tr- very true I, I found it interesting at least you know you should by the way go watch it on YouTube because there's this very cool visual it goes back and forth with lyrics from what is assumed to be you know content creator Carl and the character Carl it gives a different view on the lyrics because some of these lyrics are so well written and they mm-hmm. say a lot I like the, why don't we talk about my karma or lack thereof? Is it not enough to smile and to fall in love? Like, I don't know. I just, for me, it just hits different because my personal life, (laughs) not to get too much into that, but I'm very non-confrontational and I feel like a lot of the time I'm kind of seen behind the scenes and I felt that with Carl. So it's not only just a good song for the Dream S&P in general and for Carl's character, but me as a person, I also related to some of the things that it said in it. So I really enjoyed it a lot. Definitely a listen to multiple times. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true of any of Moderately Mediocre songs. I listen to them on repeat. I'm just like, oh, these are so good. <laughs> I guess the only other thing with this song, the probably obvious thing is it's called The Lover. I think the only other thing that especially newer fans seem to know about Carl is the whole, oh, he was just a guy who had two fiancés before <laughs> the time travel thing really happened. Most people I know, if they don't know anything about like El Rapids, that's it. That's all they know is that, right. oh, Quackity and Sapnap, that's it. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that, that's a good start. <laughs> you know, I think they just did it at, at the beginning, you know, because they're buddies and they really enjoy each other and thought it would be a good bit. But I like how, you know, to tie it back to recent lore with the maze and the aftermath of that, because I assume that Quackity's Lost Nevada's chapter was around that time. So he had been time traveling for a while. He started to lose memory of who Quackity was. So now they've brought back this, you know, angle. Although it was pretty much the only thing that they were known for, I like how they're actually integrating that back into the lore now and making it a little more relevant. Because before it was kind of just like a, they were just kind of kissing at each other and having a good time. But I like how now it's having some sort of weight, you know? No, I mean, it makes sense. That and your assumption is right, because I'm pretty sure content creator Carl on Twitter literally was like, oh, by the way, the timeline of this Tales is supposed to line up exactly with when Quackity met back up with Sapnap and Carl at the like finale of the Las Nevadas stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, that would explain why things went the way that they did. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're doing a really good job integrating everything into one fine line now, because before it was kind of jumbled. You know, Carl's character is kind of jumbled on purpose a little bit, flowing with, you know, the tales of the SMP and how that's placed in time, along with his memory loss. But I just like how everything has kind of come into a T now. And we're seeing the actual repercussions towards the lovers, right? Because now it's getting kind of serious. <laughs> Before yeah. we were like, oh, he has memory loss. Oh, okay. And we kind of just, you know, assumed that that was the case because he told us that. But now we're actually seeing, you know, it affect his love life. And that was basically the one thing he was known for before, you know, Tales of the S&P even started. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm already kind of worried about what that's going to mean for the future and how they're going to continue on with that. Me too, honestly, because I really don't want to see him break up. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
but at the same time, you know, for lack of better word, angst towards two characters is always interesting to see too. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Oh, absolutely. I'm very here for angst. So I get you. Yeah, I mean, it, get, it gets the blood <laughs> boiling, bro. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, that was The Lover by Moderately Mediocre. Um, they have got a YouTube channel, a Spotify. I think they've got Apple Music, Amazon Music. They're also involved with Lamanberg the Musical over on YouTube. So I'm going to put links to all of those in the description so everyone can check out more of their work. I think I already said this about Medio, but they have so many amazing songs. I think I've even talked about them in previous episodes. They have this song that they made recently, and by recently I mean like a few months ago now, called Behind the Smile. It's a bop. Yeah, it's really good. It's about Dream and Techno's wonderful little time in prison, and I jam out to it constantly, so <laughs> I highly recommend it. <laughs> all right. And moving on to the next song on the playlist, I am very excited for this one because it's a bit different of a genre than we normally play on the podcast. Um, this song is probably more along the timeline of, I guess you could say mid-season one of Tales from the S&P because it, it does involve like the in-between. So we're getting into that kind of area in spoiler territory. So I guess if people are listening to this, they probably already know plenty about Tales from the S&P, but... Anyway, this song is called In a Castle on a Cloud by Knight of Indale. So we'll give that a listen. Oh, 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 
get back to my home. The longer that I stay here is the longer that I roam. My memory is slowly slipping away, but all the tales that I've written are gonna guide my way back. I gotta go, I gotta get back to my home. The longer that I stay here is the longer that I roam. My memory is slowly slipping away, but all the tales that I've written are gonna guide my way back. I actually found this song because what was I doing? I was looking for B-Duo Angst and <laughs> they had a song called Beloved and I was like, oh, this is really good. And I made it. I made like a comic of it. But beyond that, I was like, oh, they have other songs. Oh, they have a Carl song. Oh, it was their first song. And I just was amazed. I was like, oh my God, I've never had anything like this on the podcast. I've got to get them to be on the podcast. <laughs> just immediately messaged them about it. It's honestly so good. I wasn't expecting it to be a rap, but actually it works so well. I mean, all of the poetry within it, because it's poetry. It's, it is so well done, and their cadence is amazing. I felt very enthralled by it while listening to it, which is hard sometimes, because I listened to this in the car on the way to one of my jobs and literally waited in the parking lot for it to finish before I went inside. It was really good. Definitely listen to it again and again and again. I feel like it takes a really good look at the in-between. Because for me, that was one of the biggest things that I took away from Tales of the SMP when it was first introduced. Just how serene it is, but how off-putting it felt. And I feel like this does a really good job of that. Oh, yeah. There's a lot with this song in particular. Just the lyrics are so good. They, they do such a good job of explaining why things feel wrong, but like he still has this thought process of i have to do this right this is uh right. my hero's quest or the, the hero's journey i've got to do this i i like that that's kind of the main thread through this definitely it's so good that, that's the one thing i love about rap first of all is it's a music mm -hmm. style that has a huge word count and with this kind of song to have enough passion about this subject to make so many awesome lines one right after mm -hmm. the other that is just incredible. I love that so much. They did a really good job putting imagery in my head while listening to it. Because, you know, sometimes you listen to a song and it, it sounds pretty and it's really well written. But, like, this song specifically did a really good job of painting a picture in my mind, which I really appreciate music. I feel like that kind of brings you deeper into it and makes you a little more enthralled in it, I think. At least for me. And, you know, the lyrics of this are just so well written. You could put this out on a piece of paper and read it as a poem. And I think that says a lot, you know? I would say the same for a lot of their other songs. They're probably that same caliber. Is like, it's just amazing, amazing lyrics. They, they do Absolutely. such a good job. The Lover, the one we just talked about prior to this, I feel the exact same way about it. all of them I do. I just find that rap specifically for me has a wonderful cadence to it in mm -hmm. regards to how lyrics are rhymed. It's more often. Um, and for me, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of rhyme. So if, if a lot of words rhyme inside some lyrics, I'm always having a good time. <laughs> um, and I used to consume a lot of poetry. So rap tends to be one of the main forms of music I listen to most often nowadays, especially, you know, emotional like this. Oh, yeah. 
this song but i would say this song is definitely emotional i don't know what the emotion would be maybe trepidation like it's That's it's like word. stress like just really stressful <laughs> kind of stuff yeah kind of feels like atlas holding the world a little bit mm -hmm. you know because you can feel the stress of it like you said i wholeheartedly agree you definitely listen to it and it, you feel something for sure oh yeah ever since i found because they they used to they make um i used to they still do they make mashups of other like fan-made music for the dream smp that was how i first found their stuff and then i just happened to find the really? b-duo song beloved i just ended up listening to all of their stuff and went okay i'm a super fan now i'm going to listen to everything that they make all of these artists i'm gonna have to go back and listen to all of their stuff <laughs> like that is where i'm at now which i'm very happy about so thank you for introducing me to new artists because they're all so good. Right? Oh, that's also one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is that I get to find new music and then I get to share it with people and they're like, oh my God, thank you for introducing me to this person. They have the best music. Well, you're doing a great thing by having a platform where you can share these smaller creators because just because they're smaller doesn't mean that they're any less talented. Sometimes it is mm -hmm. a lot of luck, you know? And I think that, you know, you're giving them some luck by giving them the opportunity to share their stuff here. So I think it's amazing. I think all the music is amazing. I'm just hype about it, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, again, that was In a Castle on a Cloud by Night of Indale. Um, they've got a YouTube channel and I believe they have plans to make a Spotify page sometime here in the future. So go check out their channel for some more awesome songs. They've got like quite a few that I really like. I just mentioned the Bidou Angst song called Beloved because I get that one stuck in my head all the time. But they just did a recent collab with Boxty and it's a song about puns and purples. It's called The Better Price. I love that song. It is so good. So please, please go check out more of their music. It's really, really good. All right. Time for another song. This one's an interesting one. This is called Time Debris by Indicott. stuck in between what I was and what I'll be how can I be defined laid in space between the stars will I always be from afar
is there any way of knowing? stuck in between what I was and what I'll be oh, oh, oh. twisted in the time to breathe the past and future scaring me you know I actually really like this is I'm gonna start out talking about the instrumental behind it because it's all acoustic which I really appreciate as somebody who works with acoustic instruments all the time. That kind of raw talent is so cool. So is audio processing and those who do producing and stuff, because that's really hard. But it's not very often where I hear songs that are acoustic nowadays. And so I really, really appreciate that. It reminded me of Adventure Time almost. I don't know if you felt the same way or like even um, Avatar The Last Airbender with especially, I don't know what the name of the instrument is called, but the high xylophone almost. Yeah, I think one. it's a xylophone. That's what I was trying to figure out too. I really appreciated it. It really set a good tone. It was the first thing I noticed. I think that you should all, by the way, watch the video because they make an amazing music video with themselves in it and it's great and I think that it really does set the tone for the song really well too so you should definitely watch it. Is there any lyrics that stuck out to you this time? Well see the thing is the lyrics didn't really connect as much as the instrumentals did because when you were like oh I want to talk about the instrumentals I'm like that is my notes are all like oh my god the instrumentals are amazing but I actually made similar comments on mine too like I really like how when artists can actually pull off something like that where there's so many different elements in the music itself like with the guitar and what I believed was a xylophone but mm -hmm. you said like adventure time which also 100% I, that's what I got to but it also feels like there's like these two sides kind of warring within the character so like there's this side that wants to be calm and chill and hang out with friends and this other one that's more kind of stressed out and trying to adhere to that call to arms to be this hero and save the world and that that feels like those two things are going on all the time at the same time it goes and enhances the vocals from that point and it's just like that's such a cool way to make this song i really really like it I really like when artists do that, when they go the extra mile mm -hmm. to make those little details because, you know, I'll be honest with you, I did not pick up on that immediately. So thank you for bringing that to my attention because now I'm like, oh my God, because that's so cool. I think that when people really put that thought into it to make those small little details, like having two very juxtaposed instruments as the main two within the instrumental, that just makes it a whole layer deeper you know mm -hmm. um, and I just think that the artistry in this one is flawless I think that having a music video with them in it um, there's a few shots in there that really struck me there's one where they're against a mirror um, oh my god I love that one it's so good <laughs> and they're just kind of laying there on one end and then within the they're they're singing the lyrics and it's just so good like the whole thing i just really appreciate that attention to detail indicat is just so talented everything i've seen from them is so good the instrumental and the lyrics and the way the lyrics are the melody i suppose i should say are kind of upbeat and that's partially because of the xylophone being high there's just kind of a feeling of you know it's more of a positive feeling but when you read the lyrics and you listen to the lyrics and what they're saying it's very very sad and I really like that juxtaposition as well between, you know, this nice guitar and the xylophone and then 
um, these lyrics that kind of hit pretty hard, you know? Yeah, that's another one of those things that I noticed. I was like, wow, okay. But there's been a, a theme of that with some songs in the past that I, we've seen. It's like, okay, they like to juxtaposition this like, oh, this sounds happy, but it's actually sad. And you have to pay attention to realize that. And I feel like in a way, Carl's character is also kind of like that. In that oh, yeah. when you see him, you're like, oh, he's very happy-go-lucky. But when you realize what he's going through every time he time travels, it's like, that's got to be a lot to deal with. It's it's a really good comparison. Mm-hmm. Especially when you think about, I'm, I'm not saying that the other characters on the SMP haven't been through a lot. Because they obviously have. Some of them have literally died. But I feel like Carl is constantly barraged with death around him as well. And these people that he gets attached to. You know, these stories he gets invested into. And then imagine that with memory loss. It seems like a lot for the guy to handle. But every time he's on any other person's stream, it's just, there's Carl. You know what I mean? And I feel like the song does a really good job of portraying that feeling that the viewer has of Carl from the outside. Because a lot of these characters don't know what's going on with him. So I just think it's really interesting that a lot of these artists do a very, very good job at portraying that yeah and then in a song of all things right like that's even harder (laughs) it's I'm, i'm amazed by the talent honestly okay so again that was time debris by indicott um they've got a youtube channel and a twitch channel to go check out so go give more of their songs a good listen they're worth it just trust me on that we uh over here at mizu we haven't actually heard a tune from nvi in like quite some time like, I think the Bloodvines episode was the last time we had a song from her, but this is a little, little song about Carl Jacobs that they did. It's called Lost in Space and Time by NVI. Lost in Space and Time Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
A surface barely scratched, book to book I lift the veil Burdened by the weight of a thousand tales Feel the rush through me The echoes of history Don't let their life slip through my grasp I genuinely adore this song. Like, I think this is one of the first ones that I added to this playlist way back forever ago when I first made it because it's such a good song. NVI specifically has a real talent for making like haunting melodies. Like the music sucks you in with the story that's being told. And then with Carl's lore in particular, especially involving like the in-between and how that storyline progressed with each Tales episode until it was like a horror story at some point. It's really cool to see songs that come out that have like capitalized on how eerie the in-between can really be despite how perfect and pristine it makes itself out to be. But this song does a really good job of showing how like all the rest of the story is also just as terrifying. This one, especially for me, the melody and the, the choice of chords that she decided to use, I was kind of taken aback at first. Her voice, by the way, is so haunting itself in the best way, you know, because it's kind of soft and the way that she does her cadences are very precise. Mm -hmm. And so when I was listening to this, you know, lyrics aside, which are amazing, by the way, just the feeling of all of it, like you said, it really encapsulates the whole thing and how eerie it is. But her voice, especially for me, it's another juxtaposition thing, right? When you think of something scary coming up to you and if it has a voice, you know, it growls, it screams, you know what I mean? But her voice is so soft and very precise, like I said. It gives a very specific feeling, I feel like, for me, because it's talking about some serious stuff in this one. The imagery in this as well. It's just oh, so yeah. good. The hourglass imagery. I kind of, when listening to this, imagine Carl in an hourglass. <laughs> like, that's what came to me first. But I suppose that the song kind of makes my brain go a little scrambled in the best way. The thing with this song, there's so much about it, but every time I listen to it lately, at least ever since the newest Tales episode came out, especially knowing, like, Carl's quest of sorts i guess it's it's gonna be a difficult journey for him and that there's a lot at stake right now this song kind of reminds me how this is a real struggle for carl and yeah. like it just it, it creates all of that stress that obviously should be there with that kind of storyline that you're having to tell i just i love angst so i love this song so much it almost feels like a game of tug of war to me this song like it makes me feel like i'm being pulled you know and that i'm fighting against it Something that's really interesting, and I know this song was made before The Maze and everything that happened mm. with that, you know, with everything and talking about the reasons for both existing and um, Carl's choice to make between the two. So, you know, the in-between being, you know, honing his powers a little bit better um, to help those that he goes back in time to help. And then the other side being helping himself 
and actually taking care of himself and, you know, going back and making sure his mental state is fine. And the more he remembers, the more he goes back there, the more that the people and the places show back up again. I feel like that struggle that Carl is going to go through in the coming episodes of the new Tales of the S&P are going to feel a lot like this song and how that made me feel because it's just, <laughs> you know, it's such a struggle. And I feel like, you know, listening to the song, you can kind of feel how Carl is feeling with this struggle himself. And I think both mediums are going to be really cool to compare against once more episodes come out. I really hope people do that with these fan-made songs. With, like, Tales from the S&P, they watch the new one and then they go back and listen to songs about this character and be like, I wonder if I can apply that to the <laughs> the newest stuff. Because a lot of these songs, like this one, they do feel like they apply to even newer content. Where it's just like, these people who write these lyrics and make these songs, they get it. They understand this character so well that they can predict the future. Oh my gosh. I'm just excited to see these fan works. Like you said, how they evolve over time too. You had mentioned that some of these artists had come back and done reworks of their songs from years prior. Mm -hmm. I would love to see someone like NBI do a reworking of this in the future. If, you know, if she so pleases, of course, but adding in little details, you know, as things go along, because I feel like it's going to be gradual as we see with Carl, the things that he's going to have to make a choice in within the dream SP itself, we're going to see these changes gradually. And I think that that also has a really good imagery comparison to um, the sand that drops in an hourglass and how slowly that falls. And I would love to see what she has in the future. If she ever decides to come back to the song with more information, you know, what she would do because she's very talented at, you know, making these connections, I feel like. So I'd be really excited to see what happens, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I will fully agree with you on that. Especially because NVI's got, like I said, they have that talent for just haunting melodies and there's plenty of stuff going on that could easily use a little, little eeriness in Absolutely. fan songs. Oh, man. I'm just thinking of, like, all their other songs that they make that I'm like, I gotta go they're back all so and good. Listen to them. All right. So once again, that was Lost in Space and Time by NVI. They've got a YouTube channel with more awesome songs, so please check them out. Uh, there'll be a link in the description so that people can go right on over to that. All right, so this will be the last song of the day, but it's an awesome one by an awesome artist who everyone I think knows very well by now, I imagine. Um, she created a song that I would argue probably pushed Carl's character and his lore even further into that limelight, if you ask me. And... I think that little tune by the name of Turn Back Time is what did that. But this one that we'll play today was one that got a nice little special extended version recently. And it was premiered right before the New Tales episode back in February. So this is Tell Your Story, the extended version by Derivacat. <laughs>
This is one of the songs I think I mentioned in a previous episode, or maybe I didn't mention it. It might have gotten cut from the conversation, but I have mentioned it multiple times about how this song is amazing. But the original Tell Your Story, I was like, it's not long enough. Dang it. <laughs> it's like, it needs I to agree. be longer. And I would just I, listen to I, it on repeat. <laughs> oh, I did the exact same thing. I, I mean, Derivacat is one of those creators that I've been following for such a long time with the Dream SMP, just because she is so prolific within the community. Mm -hmm. um, probably the first fan artist that I followed pretty consistently. When I saw this was on the list, I was really excited because this is the one I've spent the most time listening to on my own time, especially the extended version since it came out. Oh um, yeah, same. <laughs> because it has so much more in it now. Oh my gosh. There's not much to say about Derivacat that hasn't already been said, but could be said again and it's still valid. I mean, everything that she does with her work is so fine-tuned. I, I definitely look up to her as an artist, definitely. All of these creators do such an amazing job, but I feel like with Derivacat, she's had some time. You know, she, she got a, an audio processing degree. She produces as her full-time job as well. And so I find that listening to her stuff always feels like I can hear it on the radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really appreciate that about her work because I do listen to it on the daily. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I really like her stuff. Like you said, like it's very obvious that her and a couple of other artists, it's very clear that the music they put out is also very similar to what kind of music they probably enjoy. And yeah. they've figured out how to replicate that kind of sound, whether that's like pop music, rap music, whatever, whatever it is that they're really into. They're like, okay, I need to learn how to make this. And then they succeeded. <laughs> they figured it out and they did an amazing job. I love being able to see people who very clearly have a style and they have really done a great job. But Derivacat in particular, she doesn't just do like one set style. She's experimented a lot, especially over the past oh, yeah. year. And she succeeds every time. She does a really good job. She really does. Especially with this one, I feel like now I am biased because I really <laughs> do like all of her music. But there's something about... I don't know, she does a really good job of really driving the instrumental into your head. Like, I don't forget a lot of music, to be fair, but I feel like I get hers stuck in my head really quickly. All of it sounds so distinct to me. But I feel like her stuff is close enough to what you could hear on the radio that you can do it on its own. But also it sounds new enough and different enough where I kind of get obsessed with it because it's like, I've never heard something like this before. And it's a Dream SMP song? What the heck, bro? And I get really excited. And on, in the lyrics, like, what can you not say about the way that she writes, especially in comparison to something like Revived, for example? I always find that her lyrics always make me think a lot more than I expect to after listening to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would have to say I'm probably in the same boat with that. A lot of the lyrics for me, a lot of it does repeat, which is actually very helpful when you're trying to get a song stuck in someone's head. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing you can do is repeat. But the words have meaning to them. So I feel like every time that she sings, you know, with a chorus again, she adds new things to the instrumental. It feels a little more full. You know, as the song goes on, it kind of builds. So it drives a different point in my head when I listen to each of the choruses. I think there's three in the song. 
it does a really good job of elevating itself. In regards to the lore, though, again, another really somber one, but I think that it does a really good job of bringing the hope of the future to it as well, especially in the instrumental. I mean, yeah, I'll agree with you on that, mostly just because I'm just thinking back because you just mentioned about how, like, it changes up with every chorus and how, like, it's added to every time. And I'm kind of thinking about how, in a way, that's kind of just how Carl's story also works, is that it gets added to, like, there's more being told every time. There's more details every time, you know, more clarity, more actual understanding of what's happening all around. But at the same time, I also mentioned how a lot of people are revisiting old works. I have to wonder if Tell Your Story was similar in that regard. It was already kind of a shorter song, but maybe revisiting it and then extending it and utilizing that moment to build off of it also fell in line with all of those other things that this is like the newer version and it's telling more of the story and also <laughs> like <laughs> it's just like it's adding all these details it's doing more and it just it says a lot about carl's character it says a lot about derivicat it, it says so much <laughs> that was what i was trying to get to but just literally couldn't say it so thank you so much all of these artists did such a good job of taking carl's character and really seeing it you know in a direction that he's taking the character and adding to that as a fan work we now have new perspectives on carl and his character because of the way that these fan artists decided to show their interpretations like you said derivicat did that in her own way too i think that she probably did go back to this one and up the ante a little bit because now things are a little different right things are a little higher stake there's new elements that we hadn't seen before like this you know this decision between choosing one side or the other you know carl's character becoming a little more jaded as time goes on it's interesting that we brought up before these people possibly coming back and you know adding to their work and derivicat actually did it <laughs> <laughs> and now we're talking about it. I just think it's so interesting, you know, these collaborative works together of Carl Jacobs, the creator, making this character, and now these very talented individuals making songs based off of that. And it just adds a whole new level to it. I think that's a big part of how Carl became more of like an actual character as well. Like the time travel thing, it was the fans idea from the very beginning. Oh, that's right. Like he just kind of was like, okay, we're going to do like a game show of sorts. And the audience, as the fans of the Dream SMP tend to be, they got to figure out a way to make it lore. And so they were the ones saying like, oh, he's visiting people in different times on the Dream SMP and he's a time traveler. And so they created these cool things like where he's got the swirly goggles and like, oh he's you know an interdimensional being and all this stuff and he loved that idea and went with it and now we have this amazing time traveling carl lore in a way the fans are just as important and that includes the people making music about carl like all of us kind of collaboratively built this character so in a way we understand this character just as much as the content creator does and it's i think these songs also really show that I hadn't thought of that, you know, <laughs> because you're right. I forgot that he had taken a lot of inspiration from the fans in regards to his direction that he was taking. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is really interesting because I feel like the lore behind Carl is so intricate. But I wonder how much of that is because of the fans interactions, you know, and their their suggestions and all of, you know, all the fan works and everything. I wonder how much that truly influenced you know how big this has become because you know tales of the smp is really a huge project separate from the dream smp altogether 
Mm -hmm. And I don't think it'd be nearly as big as it is now without the fan interaction. That really intrigues me. I hadn't really thought about that much. In my opinion, I think that that fan interactivity, as long as they're not being like demanding of the content creators every action, I think it's okay that they are out there helping influence that story and making it into what it is. Especially with Carl's character, that's that's something that's extremely prevalent with like, okay, well, this is the kind of story I want to tell. And he's able to grab those ideas from other people, including the other, the people he has as guests every episode. It's just other people on the Dream SMP or outside of it coming on to kind of tell a story through improv and it's like he's able to build off of that and make it into lore which is such a cool thing to be able to do creatively as a streamer as a content creator he obviously is very good at what he does <laughs> yes <laughs> to be able to do that especially on such a large scale absolutely I respect Carl a lot because I feel like he is one of the creators most likely to really look at the fans and see them as really as helpers you know what I mean because yeah. Not, not to mention that some of his staff that works with him now, including Derivacat, were fans of him at one point, and he's now hired them on the team mm -hmm. for the, the Tales of the SMP. I just think that it's such a cool thing to see, this interaction between creators and the fans who have these great ideas, and they're now able to work together and make this amazing project that obviously everyone that's here right now enjoys. You know, I, it's kind of mind-boggling to me. Yeah, but I am very grateful that it exists because it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely all right well i guess that's about it so again that was tell your story the extended version by derivacat she has a lot of links but we'll also add like her youtube and spotify and twitch if the listeners ever uh want to see like producing on a like a fine scale you should definitely watch her twitch because she she works on songs sometimes on twitch so i highly suggest that personally as somebody who finds that really interesting Oh yeah, you can actually see it as it's being produced. It's such a cool process. I love seeing that. I'm very thankful for today because I now get to listen to so many new amazing artists. All right, awesome. That's about it for today, listeners. Thank you again for joining us on this wonderful episode of Mizu SMP Radio, the hidden songs of the Dream SMP. As always, don't forget to check the description for links to all the amazing, talented folks that you heard today. If you have any song or theme requests, or you yourself are a musician working on fan-made music for the Dream SMP, message us on Twitter, Instagram, or Tumblr, or you can send us an email at mizusmpradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can also leave us a voice message on our website at anchor.fm slash radio. It works a little like a voicemail box, so if you want to give us something cool to work with or a song request, we might even play your message on the show. And again, I mentioned this earlier in the episode, but we are going to be adding playlists, full playlists, director's cut, where there's way more songs for each episode. We'll start off with the one for this episode for Carl Jacobs, but we'll be working back and then working forward. So what we'll do is we'll post a link on our Twitter with a link to the Spotify playlist, which will have as many songs as we can find that are on Spotify that fall into that playlist. And then we'll also send a link on our Twitter to the YouTube playlist. The YouTube playlist, it will be the most completed playlist. Um, if you want the most songs, you'll want to listen to the YouTube one because most of the artists that we find are on YouTube. But if you have recommendations, please send them our way. We would absolutely love them. We want to reach out to more artists anyway. But until next time, this is your host, Orb Manson, signing off.